May God bless you all this afternoon or this morning, depending on the time that you may have tuned in to the reflection. May God bless you greatly. May he enlighten you, give you wisdom, intelligence to understand and comprehend the teaching of the Lord. Above all, that it may enter your heart and put into practice all the teachings so that we may please our Lord. The reflection today is in Luke, Luke chapter 11, Luke chapter 11, and we're going to be reflecting upon verses 37 through 54, Luke chapter 11, verse 37, our Lord Jesus Christ was gathered with his disciples, with the people as always. And it says that a Pharisee pled with him and asked him to please dine with him, meaning he invited him to eat, to eat at his house, this Pharisee. And the Lord entering into his house, he sat at the table. And the Pharisee, when he saw him, he was surprised that he did not wash before eating. The custom was that they had to wash their hands before sitting at the table. That was the ritual. And the Lord realized that he had been perplexed with these things. So the Lord goes ahead and tells the Pharisee, Now, you Pharisees, make the outside of the cup and dish clean. But your inward part is full of greed and wickedness. Very harsh for this Pharisee because he invites the Lord to enter into his home, to dine with him. And as well, then the Lord is harsh with his answer, telling him that they would wash their hands before eating. Because according to the law, they were unclean, but they did not look at their heart and their heart was more unclean than having dirty hands because their heart was full of greed, pride, vanity, so many things. And this is why the Lord says, you, they're giving an illustration. You clean the outside of the cup and the dish. But inside, how are you? How is your heart? He says, foolish ones, did not he who made the outside make the inside also? And he says, but rather give alms of such things as you have, that indeed all things are clean to you. Saying, but woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue, the Lord referring to how exaggerated they were in giving their tithe, for example, that the mint and the rue are herbs that are very small, a very small herb that does not have much value or price. And they were so exaggerated that they would even tithe this and that all of the herbs but would pass by justice and the love of God. 
because the Lord here was criticizing that they should give the tithe, that they had to help the widow, the poor. They had to help those in need. There were many persons who were poor in poverty, and they did not help them. They did not give to them. This is why the Lord says, you are not clean. You simply wash the cup and the dish outside, simply the outside, but not clean inside. And this is how your heart is. You exaggerate in giving the alms where everyone sees that you give the tithes, that everyone sees that you give what is minimal. These mint and rue, but the justice to practice justice, which is qualities, virtues that are within the heart. This you do not put into practice. They would overlook this. And the Lord says that this was necessary. It should be done first justice and to have the love of God in the heart without leaving the others undone, giving the tithes. First, the heart, and then, yes, of course, the rest, giving the tithe, the least you could do. Verse 43, the Lord then took advantage of the opportunity to give them a lesson, all the Pharisees, because the Pharisees and the scribes, during that time, they were the teachers of Israel, the teachers whom taught the doctrine. Those who gave the interpretations, who translated the law on the Sabbath. So they were called the teachers. They were called rabbi. And the people would bow down to them, would greet them, give much reference towards them. And they would humiliate the people. They thought they were higher. They had a better position. They thought they were superior. And they taught the law and they would force the people to fulfill and they would submit and punish for not fulfilling the law. But they themselves were ones who broke the law and did not fulfill it. This is why he was harsh and took advantage to give the teaching against the Pharisees. He says there, woe to you Pharisees, for you love the best seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces. When they would gather in the synagogues, they were the ones who sat in the first row. And in the marketplace, they wanted and they would search for the people. And they wanted that greeting that would take like 20 minutes and those bowing down to them, kneeling before them to give them the special greetings. And it continues our Lord saying, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you are like graves which are not seen, and the men who walk over them are not aware of them. So what is a grave? Outside, the graves were painted white. They were beautiful. But inside, what they had were the dust and the bones already corrupted. But outside, it was white and beautiful and luxurious. The Lord said, this is how the heart is of these Pharisees, these scribes. Verse 45, then one of the lawyers answered and said to him, teacher, by saying these things, you reproach us also, meaning that you're speaking as well to us. And he says, woe to you also lawyers 
For you load men with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers. This is how they would teach the law, but they judged the people and they condemned them. This is what they did. But they themselves committed sin, the faults, but no one could judge them. In verse 47, Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets, and your fathers killed them, saying, You are hypocrites, because you are there honoring or giving remembrance, protecting the tombs of the prophets. You have them as if in a museum, something special. The tombs of the prophets. But who put them to death? Their fathers. Their fathers are the ones that killed them. Until what point is the hypocrisy you're protecting, taking care of these tombs as if a museum for the people to go and look and observe and admire them? 48. In fact, you bear witness that you approve the deeds of your fathers. For they indeed killed them and you build their tombs. So they then, as they were the interpreters of the law, they taught the people that the prophet Isaiah said this and that, that the prophet Ezekiel spoke such things that if you do not fulfill this, then you will be judged and condemned. You shall be punished. And that way they were edifying the tombs of the prophets reminding them of these prophecies of what these prophets had spoken but they would never fulfill the prophetic word that the Lord had spoken through these prophets but they did force the people and would obligate them to fulfill or they then would have this punishment this is why the Lord said these things that they they were the ones who would approve what their fathers had done with the prophets, but would simply built their tombs, teaching the doctrine of the prophet. After their fathers had not believed, they persecuted the prophets and they killed them for prophesying the word of God. 49. Therefore, the Lord Jesus says, the wisdom of God also said, I will send them prophets and apostles. And some of them they will kill and persecute. Hear the Lord Christ referring to his gospel. The Lord referring, the Lord would be sending the prophets and apostles, but they themselves, the Jews, the interpreters, and the Pharisees, those that govern, that they as well would kill some and others would per they would persecute 50 the lord says that the blood of all the prophets which was shed from the foundation of the world may be required of this generation saying that our lord holding them accountable the blood shed of all the prophets from the foundation of the world persecuted and put to death that the blood of abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the temple. Yes, I say to you, shall be required of this generation. So here the Lord refers to the punishment that they would have. Aside from this as well, the Lord 
casted them out as the people of Israel, the people of God. The people of Israel, of Judah, were casted out of the presence of the Lord. And the Lord removed them from being his people. They were removed from the glory of God because there was not one who did the will of God. The Lord Jesus Christ then, when he came, came to preach and teach. But the Lord Jesus clearly taught these leaders who were the teachers who taught and who interpreted the law what was waiting for them in the future. That if they, in hearing these things, would have repented, surely then some perhaps would have been saved. But if they would not repent, condemned they would be. The Lord Jesus was clear with these people, speaking our Lord and Christ of the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, and speaking what they were doing which is called the law of Moses, trying to clarify for them that they were wasting their time because they were not fulfilling the law. No one was fulfilling the law. But they, on the other hand, were forcing the people to carry burdens that they themselves could not carry. This is why the Lord says in 52, Woe to you lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You did not enter in yourselves. And those who were entering in you hindered. Truly, that in that moment when the Lord Christ was preaching his word, many persons, many those of the people followed the Lord, believed the Lord, accepted. But the interpreters of the word, these leaders, these priests, these Pharisees, they intervened and they punished the people. They would be criticized, they were beaten, they were put in prison, perhaps they were even whipped to avoid that they would believe in the Lord Christ and follow his path. So this is why he says, you, woe to you lawyers, because you took away the key of knowledge, because they of whom should have understood that the Old Testament or that the law of Moses and the prophets were speaking of our Lord Jesus Christ, spoke of the Messiah that would come, the King that would come in the future to save, that Messiah that would come to forgive and save and would be the only path to enter into the glory. They, instead of giving that teaching, knowing they were those of knowledge and knew that taught the law, teaching the people that they did not teach they were unbelieving, they had doubt, they put down the word of God, and they as well did not allow the people to follow the Lord. And there is fulfilled when the Lord says, they took away the key of knowledge, you, because you were the ones who had the key to open the lock, to enter, enter that door, that law of Moses and the prophets of where all the doctrine was enclosed, this of Christ and his doctrine. You remove that key of knowledge. You yourselves did not enter. They did not enter because they doubted and they did not believe or accept the Lord Jesus Christ. And those that entered, the common people, they would stop them. This is why the Lord told them that there was a horrible punishment for them. A horrid punishment for them. 
because they, when they said that I know I am a teacher of the law, I am the one that teaches the word of God, and they did not accept the Lord when the word of the Lord had been fulfilled, the prophecies fulfilled, and when the Lord was manifesting, they then things that they were waiting for for thousands of years and when they had it there in their hands when the lord was there they did not believe in him they pushed him away they persecuted him until they put him to death this is why this punishment of all that the lord mentions to them was fulfilled in their lives in their spiritual life and as, as well physically materially they have lost the blessing of God because the Lord in casting them out, he is no longer with them. The Lord does not manifest. The Lord does not give them visions, prophecy, revelations, but the Lord has chosen another people, another people of the world, men and women in the world whom will believe in the Lord and will search for him with their heart to these whom the Lord shall bless and will be with them. They're the ones who will gain the glory of our Lord. And here it states in verse 53, and as he said these things to them, the Lord Jesus, the scribes and the Pharisees began to assail him vehemently and to cross-examine him about many things lying in wait for him and seeking to catch him in something he might say that they might accuse him this is what they did waiting to see the opportunity for the lord to speak something for they to accuse him with the same words that he was speaking but we thank our lord because the lord in his wisdom he being him knew what he spoke knew what he had to say they since they treated the lord as a regular man this is why they were searching for something imprudent on behalf of the Lord to accuse and condemn them. Something they never were able to do because that was not the plan of God. But either way, we in the reflection of all these things, we realize that the Lord is energetic and in his mercy, he has called upon us, chosen us, and he is giving us the manifestation of himself, of his word, of his spirit, of the knowledge of the word of God. The Lord is with us, helping us, and he is inviting us to follow him and do his will. He wants for us to be of a humble heart, modest, reading the Bible, and to search and to read his word, to study it, so that we may be able to follow this path that he wants and not be rebellious as those people were. This is a value for us as an example, so that each one of us may make a decision and we be intelligent and follow in the righteous path, the path that is true. So we thank our Lord. Let us pray to our Lord, blessed Heavenly Father. Thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your truth. Thank you for teaching us your path. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us and illustrate all of these teachings, all of this doctrine that you gave 
and left for us in the Bible with parables, illustrations, with real life examples, with people giving teachings so that all could understand and comprehend. And now we read and comprehend and understand these illustrations, these experiences, and we are joyful, O Lord, because every time we read, every time we reflect upon the word, we are filled with joy and happiness, and we desire and want to continue forward to please you and do your will to fulfill your commandments so that we may have your hand of power with us blessing us every day help us holy father so that we can be able to reach that goal every day of our life to serve you to worship and glorify you always that you lord have mercy upon many persons help them those who are with doubts, thinking, with lack of decision, scared, fearful, scared of leaving their religions, help them with decisions, dreams, revelations, show them the path so they may understand and comprehend what is the best for them, what is the correct path to take. I ask as well, Father, that you extend your healing hand upon all of the people, men and women, children, those who have an illness, those who are bedridden or in a hospital, children who are in the womb as well with an illness, persons whom are suffering from schizophrenia, those who have mental illnesses, those who have epileptic attacks, those who are suffering from autism those who live in depression all of these things that are witchcraft curses spells things that the devil has placed in the people making them suffer making them unhappy i ask oh lord in the name of your son jesus christ that you extend your hand and rebuke these worldly spirits these demons these traps of the enemy these curses and that you deliver them lord that you deliver because there are many people who are suffering as well lord i ask for the needs and for the petitions of the people because they have needs materially and as well the people had their petitions the desire of their heart that you as well lord grant and bless them all help them oh lord teach them to pray teach them all to search your path to search for your face oh lord so they may worship you and look for you with their heart the worship is for you my lord the praise and the glory is to you and all lord we present in the glorious name of Jesus Christ, your beloved son, thank you, Lord, for hearing us. The glory and honor is for you for now and evermore. Amen. We're going to be singing to the Lord. Chorus 135. Be eager to do your utmost. Chorus 135. Be eager to do your utmost. Procura con diligencia presentarte a Dios, procura con diligencia presentarte a Dios, aprobado como obrero que no tiene de qué avergonzarse que traza bien la palabra de verdad procura con diligencia presentarte 
a Dios. Procura con diligencia presentarte a Dios. Aprobado como obrero que no tiene de que avergonzarse que traza bien la palabra de verdad. Glory and honor be to our Lord. May the Lord bless you greatly. I love you. I care for you with the Lord. Until the next time.